Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Mark Clements is a freelance HR specialist who runs Authentic HR. He also runs a networking group for other HR professionals. Mark says he networks every day for his business. And if you're not staying visible by networking or connecting with people on LinkedIn, for example, then your business is like the sediment that drops to the bottom of the glass. Thank you very much for being my guest on the podcast today, Mark. It's great uh, to be here. Thank you very much. Now, you're um, an HR specialist and looking at your LinkedIn profile, it seems that you've always been involved in HR. So what was it that drew you to this sector? Um, It sounds a bit old fashioned, but I just love people. (laughs) Back in the day, before it was called human resources, it was personnel. Mm. Um, My cousin worked in HR in a bank and recommended uh, it as a career. It sounded interesting. And back in the 80s, I applied for half a dozen jobs in banks and got them all. (laughs) Um, And thought, look, I won't take the one he's at because everyone will just assume he got me the job. Mm. So I went to work at RBS, not in HR, actually. um, But after a few years of real banking, applied internally and moved into HR and loved it and never looked back. And so how long were you at the bank for? Uh, 11 years at Royal Bank of Scotland, but... In various different roles, mm. um, and that was a great training ground in HR. So, you know, I left school at 16 on a Friday, started work on the Monday. Um, and I did things like the graduate milk round, so going doing oh, yeah. psychometric testing yeah. and uh, lots of school leaver interviews, dealing with expats. Um, you know, considering I was quite a young man at the time I was dealing with the trading floor I mean that's a different type of person (laughs) you can imagine (laughs) yeah some of the egos but also super fast paced really demanding so it was kind of a good way I started very much at the bottom doing the admin doing the graph work having to work on a real uh, tight turnaround Mm. and yeah I really thank RBS for that for that Great learning, really. Yeah. Now, you, you mentioned that that was sort of back in the 80s that you um, were applying for, for jobs and starting work. How have you seen HR change over that, that long period of time? In the old days, HR was almost slightly feared. You mm. know, if I went into a factory with my suit on in Wales and walked through, everyone would be looking, oh, my God, he's here to make us redundant. It was a bit... <laughs> Yeah, like the internal police force. Yeah. Um, I think over the years, HR's changed for the better. We're much more of a business partner now. Mm. Um, we're not seen as only on the side of the organisation. It's, you know, sometimes we're representing the views of the individual. Um, basically ensuring fair play. I, I always wanted to be a policeman when I was at school. <laughs> Uh, and in a weird way, perhaps I ended up in that kind of similar work, but without the risk of getting attacked. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've worked for some some big companies over the years, including 18 years at Sony. What what was it like working for them? Oh, you know, I loved it. Um, 
I love being self-employed now. Um, but, you know, when you're on your own, you miss the team camaraderie. Yeah. Um, and although I was there a long time, it almost feels a bit too long. I had a number of different roles uh, within, you know, a big organisation. Um, did some amazing things, travelled the world. I mean, by the end, I was responsible for teams covering 19 countries, wow. including UK, Ireland and Eastern Europe. So I've seen the world, um, been to Japan. I mean, that was amazing. Mm. Um, and also, you know, events like I went to the television and radio awards every year for 18 years. Yeah. I've met, <laughs> met almost every celebrity you can think of. <laughs> I met the Duke of Edinburgh when we uh, I attended on behalf of Sony the opening of a a new site, an outdoor leadership uh, training centre yeah. in Kent. I mean, really, really happy memories. Um, and again, a lot of experience, you know, things like uh, making a thousand people redundant across Europe mm. is not an easy thing to do. No. Um, but also, I had the opportunity there to create my own team, um, and you could you could make a difference. You could pitch an idea. So, for example, I really saw the benefit in becoming a qualified mediator. Mm. So I trained. Sony funded it. I got my team uh, trained up. And, you know, as a self-employed guy, that's that's something I'm doing and making a living out of at the moment and uh, can charge a premium for. And it's really rewarding. Yeah. So, so being able to come up with an idea, pitch it, and then actually implement it is, um, yeah, that was great. I mean, even, you know, the government's got this new emergency notification system coming out on the, I think they're going to test it on the 20th of uh, April. Mm where if there's any sort of bad weather or terrorist act or anything like that, they can notify members of the public. Um, I was involved in introducing that across Sony Europe, yeah. pitching to the Works Council. So some very different and interesting projects over the years. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it and uh, yeah, have a lot of respect and fond memories. And yeah. Still friends there. So what was it that made you decide to, to go self-employed? Um, towards the end... Um, I felt like I'd run out of new roles and interesting challenges. I, mm. I was doing well. I seemed to be, uh, you know, in favour, as it were. Um, but I just didn't have that spark anymore. Um, and I saw an opportunity to ask for voluntary redundancy mm-hmm. and saw it as an opportunity to have a go with a bit of a financial cushion so yeah. that if it didn't work out, I could at least say, well, you know what, I had a go. Yeah. Um, I went to LHH for career transition training. I don't know if you've ever done it yourself, Liz, but they really sort of strip you right back to basics. So mm. even though I'd asked to go, you start wondering, oh, my God, have I done the right thing? <laughs> yeah. uh, why would I give up, you know, a, a really good salary for the unknown, etc. But it strips you right back to your core values. Mm-hmm. What is it you want out of life and what are you good at, what you're not so good at. And, you know, I went to every workshop there was to, to determine, well, do you know what, I think self-employment is right for me. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I, I get super bored really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my uh, aspirations really was to get a real different variety of work in a number of different sectors. I never really understood or got, oh, well, you know, you can't work in HR in banking if you've only worked, if you haven't worked in banking before. I just, mm. I, it didn't feel right to me, people's people, the law's the law. And actually, that's exactly what I've proved over the last four years. I've worked in numerous different um, sectors and loved it and, and made a difference at a whole variety, including education and schools and, you know, doing safeguarding investigations and interviewing kids. Who'd have thought? But, yeah. you know, people's people. <laughs> <laughs> now, you were a fairly new business when the pandemic came along. How did that affect you? In a way, um, yeah, well, number one, you're absolutely right. <clears throat> number two, I don't really know any different because, <laughs> you know, I went live four years ago and, and then COVID hit. Um, strangely, it may have helped because I tend to deal with conflict management and people disputes. Mm. It Particularly after COVID, it's almost as if all of these issues that have been bottled up have come to the surface people not wanting to go back to work having had a nice uh, taster of working from home or mm. people raising grievances so some of that side of it uh, mediations has probably helped the other thing I kind of stumbled across really is I I became a mindfulness uh, professional mm. it's a long story but I had weight loss surgery in 2016 yeah I lost 10 stone wow <laughs> and, then, and then later went back and had a, a tummy tuck and lost another couple of stone so I had a bit of a transformation and for me the light bulb moment on my personal journey there was discovering mindfulness mm. so when I was back at Sony I wrote a kind of training course and shared it with my colleagues and they liked it and before you knew it I was running it at management um, leadership sessions in Portugal in fact I can't quite believe it but I'm lined <laughs> up to do one now in Milan in May oh, nice. so kind of <laughs> just being adaptable so I tell my story of you know I thought it was mindfulness was for tree hugger types mm -hmm. but actually there's something very powerful in it here's how I discovered it Here's what it is. Let's practice a, a meditation together and here's some tips to live a, a happier life. So I actually ended up making quite a lot of money and being in demand right in the height of COVID. Mm. So I did this session for stressed out nurses that were having to work through it with PPE. Yeah. And of course, everyone was um, locked up at home. So it was a way of doing it online and getting to the masses. So... Yeah, I never dreamt that would have become no. <laughs> a, a sort of revenue stream. But actually, uh, as part of the whole wellness agenda, it, it's preventative. A lot of what I do is, you know, tribunal defences and disputes. And mm -hmm. when it all goes wrong, what I try and do now is a bit of legal awareness training, coaching, mentoring, guidance on the strategy to avoid this stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So tell me something about the, the kind of people that you help. You said that you've worked in, you work with people in lots of different sectors. Can you give us an, an idea of kinds of clients you've worked with? I mean, just in this year alone, um, 
I did an assignment with uh, Chelsea Football Club. Mm. So that was, I really enjoyed it because basically I went in and did six weeks holiday cover for a HR business partner. Mm. So they were an employee relations specialist doing a five day a week, very busy role. And I did their role in three days a week. Um, what I loved about it was, you know, amazing just to go in and work in such a, you know, prestigious place, mm. such as Stamford Bridge. In a way, it was lost on me because I'm not a football fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the lead striker could walk by or the manager, I wouldn't have known who they no, were. No, I but... wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I really felt part of the team and I think, you know, did a good job and dealt with a number of, of issues. Um, so that, that was a bit different. I've also recently done a bit of restructuring at the um, British eventing, the horse riding uh, oh, yes. organisation, which, again, was very different. That was a, a restructuring exercise. I, I'm the voice of their voicemail system, British eventing. <laughs> Thank ah. you for calling British eventing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, well, you've got a great voice. It doesn't <laughs> surprise me. So, yeah, working with the CEO directly there. Um, I've got some retainers, so, you know, I've got, I'm in effect the outsourced out HR department and a helpful advice on the end of a phone to a couple of organisations. Um, yeah, a real mixed bag, actually. I've done a lot of work, repeat work at, um, defence companies and telecoms companies. I mean, I really have ticked that box of you know, care homes and banks, oil and gas, healthcare, education, you name it. It's it's great and I'm not bored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah plenty of variety there. So with all that variety, is there any such thing as a, as a typical day for you? What would that look like? I, you know what, there really isn't mm-hmm. actually. Um, and that's what I like about it. I also quite like the fact that I don't have to work every day. Yeah. Um, that took some getting used to, to be honest. When you've been in the corporate world for 30, 35 years, suddenly you're on your own and then nothing happens. You know, sometimes I cannot work at all for a week or two. Other yeah. times it's crazy busy. And in the beginning, when you're not earning, it was like, oh my God, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now, four years in, I've got my head around it. I know through networking you've got to keep that pipeline open and keep talking to people, even when you're, it's a bit feast or famine. Yes. Even when you're feasting, you still have to put the graft in. And I network every day, um, whether I'm working or not, to try and keep that pipeline coming. I'm lucky most of my work or a lot of my work now comes through lawyers, which is good. They tend to pick up all these sort of disputes and change management programs they recommend me and I work via them. So it, it kind of removes some of that pitching for work interview to some extent yeah. because you're already coming recommended. Um, so I now enjoy the downtime. Um, yeah, and don't and don't panic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is just the nature of being self-employed, isn't it? It's, it's the same for me. Some weeks are really busy and other weeks you're thinking, where's it all gone? <laughs> exactly. And I... As I said before, I get super bored, so I I live by a to do list. Yeah, <laughs> weekends and holidays included. Um, so what I've 
done is kind of get <clears throat> a schedule, which means I'm never sitting there absolutely, you know, bored stiff, yeah. twiddling my thumbs. I, I volunteer as a business mentor with the Prince's Trust. Mm. Um, I'm a volunteer trustee on a homeless charity. It's just interesting. It's a bit different. Doesn't necessarily hurt on your CV or your biography, mm-hmm. but most of all, it just you know I'm giving back, which is actually really rewarding and much more rewarding than I ever imagined as a kind yeah. of former city boy that was all about money and bonuses. <laughs> but I must be getting old. But <laughs> <clears throat> there really is. It's great to to give something back and feel like you're appreciated and helping and making a difference yeah yeah now you mentioned that you you sort of networking every day what kind of format does that networking take um well someone we both know uh is barbara uh, fitzpatrick she mm-hmm. runs a networking group called the kindred business networking group yeah i've been to a lot of groups but i, I really like those they're all self-employed entrepreneurs, a real mixed bag, anything from HR to lawyers to beauticians to travel agents to utility warehouse types, a real mixed bag. But they kind of call them kindred spirits and it's all Mm -hmm. about net giving rather than net taking. So they feel like your work colleagues. Um, We have online meetings once every couple of weeks in UK and Ireland we meet in person uh, once a quarter in Richmond so that's been really beneficial and we kind of take it in turns to have our sort of time in the spotlight so perhaps I'll do a mindfulness session one day somebody else will uh, do a demonstration of their photography business and headshots or whatever it might be so that's been amazing um when I went to LHH, they, they had this model called 2 plus 2 plus 2. So uh, that really stuck with me. And, and it's generally saying, apply for two jobs. This is when you're not working. Mm-hmm. Apply for two jobs every day. Connect with two people that you're already connected with just to catch up mm-hmm. and try and meet with two new people. And I guess, in a way, it's simple, but the, the context of it, or the concept of it rather is like a compounding you're always doing something yeah and then suddenly there's hundreds of leads out there and it always amazes me i mean something came up yesterday and i said oh that's a bit out of that out of the blue that piece of work that's come about mm-hmm. but actually it's not it's the payback for that yeah. networking that may have been six months ago yes yeah um I mean, I really feared networking when I went solo until I realised, you know what, it's just chatting to people. I'm a sociable person, a bit nosing, <laughs> not nice to sort of check in, find out what my ex-colleagues are up to. And suddenly I've set my own HR network up called, my business is called Authentic HR, so I call it the Authentic HR Networking Group. And it's like my old boss, my former team, that have now all moved on to new new companies and, and new people as well. So that's good. We have guest speakers come along. Um, it's a very confidential environment. So we go mm-hmm. around the room, what's going on in your place, what trend, what you're doing about this. All quite big companies, MasterCard, Fujitsu, Sony, uh, the likes. Yeah. 
and in a way, from a personal point of view, they're all people I would have networked with anyway. Yes. So I get them all in one go. So that, yeah. again, I, you know, I'm not particularly getting anything out of it business-wise, but you never know. There, there, there is the odd piece of work, but mainly it's just nice and friendly and we all get along. Yeah, and, and I should think support from other people who are in similar roles to you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially early days. To speak to other people that are already self-employed and have done it for a number of years so that you go in with your eyes open and they can say, look, there will be peaks and troughs yeah. or it is all about networking or, you know, make sure you're seen regularly on LinkedIn. Otherwise, you're a bit like the sediment that sinks to the bottom <laughs> of the glass. I mean, if nobody tells you you wouldn't necessarily know right or, no. or how, how the algorithms work on the searches and so yeah top tips don't be afraid to ask for help yeah. and it, it took me a while to get my head around that because I didn't want to see be seen to be weak or yes. not knowing what I was yes. doing but yeah. people generally are very very helpful and happy to share and help and advise yeah Oh, I think so. So what was networking something you did at all when you were employed or is it something that you've come to since you've been working for yourself? I think on reflection, I was always doing it and I would say I'm quite natural at, at it. Um, and I'm still now in contact with people that I dealt with years and years ago, including people that were, you know, in the the external lawyers back 18 years ago that again have now moved on to other places so that's given me that network of people outside so I've probably stepped it up more when you're in the corporate space it's nice to do it doesn't feel so benefit personally beneficial if mm -hmm. you like so but in hindsight I've always actually done it in all aspects of life actually socially and um, work-wise yeah. So finally then, Mark, if people want to find you to find out more about um, Authentic HL or the um, the networking group that you run or just connect with you, what's the best way for people to find you? Um, so obviously I'm on LinkedIn. So Mark Clements, by all means, uh, uh, look me up and try and connect on there. I've also got my own website, which is um, AuthentichR.co.uk um, and you know, more than happy for you to share my email um, when you publish this interview, if you want to. But, I mean, I, more and more I'm doing coaching, mentoring, um, life coaching. I've got experience in my wider <laughs> life of, you know, alcohol, debt management, self-harming, uh, you name it, and been there, done it, got the T-shirt on the <laughs> HR front. So... Yeah, if people want to reach out and arrange a one-to-one -one coaching session or they're an organisation that could do with some HR support mm -hmm. or just want to chat and, and to connect, that would be great. And, uh, yeah, really appreciate having this opportunity to talk to you today, Liz. So thank you very much for having me. Uh, thank you for being such a great guest. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.